Good more up. Oh, no. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! And here's my podcast for today. Today is Saturday, um, December. No, why do I keep saying December? It's January 15th, 2022, and uh, it is a lovely day in Central Florida. A little bit on the nippy cold side, but the sun is out, and I love sunny and cold. It's one of my favorite types of weather. So um, today, I have a blackout day from Disney World. I'm not allowed to go on my on my pass because uh, local pass holders have blackout days and they're this weekend so i'm having a little bit of withdrawal but um overall you are listening to the dave fremlin show wanted to share with anyone who's interested out there um it takes a so, super uh, duper long time yeah okay. to it up. um and so I, anyways, and now tonight I'm gonna not give you some information. Yay! A doctor, um, which I forgot what it is. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Yay! I guess we'll see what happens, right? It's still good. So, um, I'm very happy that I have an annual pass for Disney World. Um, I found out yesterday that the rides are not that important. I mean, they do help a lot, but as far as like the dopamine whole thing goes, rides are really, really helpful. But I think the whole atmosphere of Disney World is just very, the whole point of Disney World is that if you're not in reality and, um, you know, I found it very good and very distracting from reality and not that I don't have a bad reality. All right. My reality is fine. It's just that I happen to suffer from dopamine-related issues that cause depression and cause a very severe problem with negative thinking. And I also have PTSD and some other problems. But I don't want to dwell on that. I want to talk about... First, I want to clarify some things that have been brought to my attention most recently because I've not made it clear where I stand. I don't know how anybody can feel that I'm not clear, but I'm being clear. About the COVID, quote unquote, COVID pandemic, I never have, nor do I now, actually believe that COVID is a, th- a serious threat to, uh, you know, extinction level of humans. I don't even 100% believe that it exists, okay? Whether or not it's a bioweapon or whether or not it's a hoax meant to bring on the vaccine, I'm not sure. But what I do know is that it is not a threat and there is no emergency. Nobody needs to worry about COVID. The numbers, and another thing, the information that I have, have, what do you want to say, that I have knowledge in or that I, where I take my sources from, that information is coming into the mainstream now. And I was on it. I mean, people that know me, you're not going to, people that know me try to deny that I said this stuff. That's why I record it. I have hundreds and thousands of recordings of me saying this stuff, which might eventually put me in a bad place. But for now, um, I'm going on record. And where I feel about vaccines 
is I do not believe any vaccine or any pharmaceutical drug at this point or any drug at this point is healthy to put into a human body. Nothing more than supplements. I mean, maybe marijuana in, in low doses and, uh, you know, something like that. But I do not believe in, I don't believe, I don't trust doctors for the most, I mean, I, I have been put back together. Don't get me wrong. I, in the current situation that we are in, and my father, he was a doctor and he told me when he retired that he retired, he did not like the new type of people that were coming into medical school. He said that they were incentivized by money and they were no longer asking about how to treat the patients. They were asking when he had interns come in, they were not asking about uh, how to treat patients. They were asking about, uh, you know, how much will I get paid? What are my shifts going to be like? What's my workload going to be? And he found it very disconcerting because he went into medicine because for whatever he did, he wanted to be about doing it. So um, it's an interesting difference in belief systems because I, I do the things I do because I believe in doing them. And that's the truth. And I can't, I can't do things that I don't believe in. I find myself very unsuccessful in things I don't believe in. And I find myself um, in things that I do believe in, even inadvertently being involved and successful in, whether I try or not. I mean, I can only imagine if I knew ahead of time what I was going to be good at and then like pursued that, how much what sort of opportunities would lay in front of me, but instead I've never known what I've been good at. And so the things that I'm good at sort of follow me instead of me following them. And so, uh, in other words, they come about by like, you know, just haphazardly like did something genius and somebody oh, look at that. He did something genius. And like, you know, like instead of having planned it, it came out like just by my type of haphazard way of creating and it's unfortunate because had I been, I don't want to blame it on anyone, but had I been focused more in my youth, uh, I, I don't even know what the unleashed potential would be. So, and I'm not begrudging the past. I don't do that anymore. It's not healthy. Um, I'm just saying that um, I don't even know what the heck I'm saying. But where I want to go now with my podcast. Oh yeah, I was making it clear where I stand on the vaccines. So, okay, where I stand is regardless, I have heard many different sides of the story. I've heard people say safe and effective, which I do not believe. And I've heard that criminal activity behind the whole thing. I'm inclined, and I'll explain that in a moment, to not believe. I'm inclined to distrust government, all right? And so... I'm inclined to distrust government and I'm inclined to that because nobody should trust government and I don't care if I'm telling you should or shouldn't. Government should not be trusted. There is no historical basis for trusting government of any kind. And so this, I guess, is like sort of what I kind of led into slowly in my intro because I didn't really know that I was going to end up going on about government but I want to clarify where I stand on certain issues and I couldn't be more clear that government of any kind is never to be trusted 
In fact, the more that it looks like it can be trusted, the less it should be trusted. And how do I know this? Why do I come about this? Where's my like such a demanding you should or shouldn't? I will command you not to trust government. And the reason is because there is no historical basis for trusting governments of any kind ever. All and every government in history has eventually, in order to, to save its own power and in the name of protecting the people, has eventually turned on one or more groups of its own people and picked on them to the demise of the entire system. All right. And then they start over again in another system. And then they started over again in another system. And if you can name me one, one government, one throughout time that has, ne that has not eventually turned on its own people and crashed and burned in the name of saving the people and in the name of its own power, you can't name one. And so why is there any belief that we would all of a sudden, after all of these years of humanity, making the same mistakes generation to generation, why would you suddenly think it will change? And the reason it doesn't change is because the people that do that, they make sure that it doesn't change by destroying the information about the past so that you don't have a clear picture of what actually happened so that you can't see it coming when it comes. And so the wise person distrusts the government, the authorities, anybody who tells you anything should not be trusted. They, you should be able to do your own research. You should be able to take A and B and C and logically figure out that D comes next. You should be able to say one, two, three, four. Obviously the next number is five. You shouldn't be able to say, you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin show on Podbean. You know, oh, I say it's six, and therefore that's what it is. And you just go, oh, okay, I was wrong. And so that's where I'm coming from. Okay, and I'm wanting to make it very clear where I stand. As far as medicines go, I, besides my distrust of the whole medical industry, my theory about the medical industry is that they are designed to keep you sick so they can keep making money on the cures, okay? And if you take a really good look at the medical industry, you will find that they're connected to the food industry. It's a food and drug administration. And so they poison you so that they can then come up with the medicine to make you well. And the medicine makes you sick in another way. So you need another medicine. All medicines have side effects. Read the labels. They all have interactions and they all interact with whatever else you put in your body, such as food, water, whatever's in the water, whatever's in the food, whatever vitamins you take. They all affect everything else in your body. And that includes sunlight and Every sensation, every sense, the reason that we have senses is to take things into our brain and body. And most of the things that occur in our body come from the brain, chemical reactions in the brain, okay? And so that is very important to remember. And so whatever you put in your body, it's gonna interact with everything else you put in your body and everything other, every other sensation, including what you see, what you hear, it's, and, and as evidence of that, you take, you're feeling depressed, so you take an antidepressant. So the antidepressant 
chemically reacts in your brain to change the chemicals in your brain and body so you feel better. But then you get a different stimulus that's different than this current. Like, So you were depressed, so you were staying in your house. You weren't calling your friends. You weren't going out in the sun. All three of those things, calling your friends, going outside, being in the sun, all of those things are cures for depression in and of themselves. So you take the medicine. The medicine makes you feel better. So you go outside. You now get these vital things. They interact as they normally would to make you not depressed. But you've taken an antidepressant. So now these might interact with the antidepressant and make you actually depressed. Because if you ever notice that a lot of drugs, they do the thing, they treat, like if you are hyperactive, they give you speed and it slows you down. If you're moving slow, they give you like a narcotic, it speeds you up. And so sometimes the interaction is because it's meant to do the opposite and then you do the thing that's needed and it does the, make, it interacts wrongly. And so it's very important to know that. And so that's where I stand on drugs and medicines and the medical industry. Make it clear. Don't trust them. Anybody. I don't trust. I don't. Why would I trust anyone? Tell me why. So I trust people after very long periods of time and scrutiny when I finally understand that I can trust that person. All right. Um. I treat everything with skepticism. And the reason is because you should. Um, I'm moving on. So where I stand on the actual vaccine is I personally, because I have mentioned this in my other podcast when somebody said if I had taken a booster, I said, well, I've got medical injuries. I have medical injuries. I have taken medications and drugs to the point that I have damage in my body, in my organs, in my nerves. All right, that are caused by interactions with too many medicines. Okay, I can document it. I do not know what this experimental vaccine, at which has side effects including nerve damage and heart damage, both of which I don't want to risk. I don't want to risk any more discomfort than I already have. And I have seen plenty of evidence that side effects from these vaccines can cause discomfort of any level. I don't want it. And if there's a risk of causing more discomfort than I currently have versus getting sick for a week and then being over it and then having no issues from then on or even getting sick once a year with a cold or a flu, I, I would much rather take my chances with my own immune system because one thing I do know about my own body is my immune system is actually very strong and I am very resilient. And so, and I know that I have no comorbidities that would cause COVID or if it even exists to hurt me. And I don't believe in fear. So those are really the things I wanted to clarify. So when I say, I don't, sometimes I don't want to be controversial with people especially people that I care about. I don't want to I don't want to kiss ass to people, but I don't need to make an undue conflict where there's not one needed. And somebody that I am a friend of asked me about my booster. I did not want to get into a long thing with her. So I said, "Well, you know, I have medical injuries and I don't want to risk it." And so somebody uh, one of my people commented that I was a wuss that I backed out of my actual feelings. I'm clarifying it for you. I don't believe in vaccines of any kind. 
I don't believe in the COVID. I don't believe in the COVID vaccine. I think it's a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous product. I don't want to, I know what I think the motivations behind it are, but only from what I can actually present evidence of, I can't present evidence of motivation. I can only present evidence of risk and non-risk. And I have got medical injuries. I have a past history. So whether or not what I believe about the vaccine is true or untrue, it makes no difference because I still have a medical injury that I do not want to exacerbate. So two things can be true at once and one opinion does not exclude the other. Okay, so that's now clarified for all of you listeners. And now I can move on. (coughs) So Disney World addiction slash therapy. I went to Disney World again yesterday and uh, had a very good time. I was unable to go on the like premium rides until very late because the lines were really long. But I was able to just enjoy hanging out there and just being in the atmosphere and just doing so. I did some of the kind of like nerdy rides and stuff, kiddie rides. But I found myself feeling very relaxed and calm. And even if my foot hurt, I just didn't want to go home. And I don't know if it's like an addiction because I think that honestly, my honest opinion is that it's becoming like an addiction. And the reason is because I think that when I walk into that park, when I start even anticipating, when I get to my car and start driving there, I want to like push on the gas pedal. And I think that there is definitely a norepinephrine, epinephrine, serotonin chemical thing going on. I think there is a physical As I just explained, I believe that there is a physical, chemical, physiological reaction happening to me when I go to Disney Park. And I think not only in the like sort of ethereal sense of it taking me out of my reality and getting me in the moment, not only in that ethereal sort of sense, okay, but I think there is an actual chemical reaction from being in the sun, being around children, being around people that are having fun, being, you know in a place that's just enchanted in its own way. And, um, you know, I don't find myself hungry. I I want the pretzel every day, the cheese pretzel. That's what I like there. And, you know, I want my one pretzel. And I didn't need, it doesn't matter about waiting in line for me. And um, I don't know. There was something about it. And the thing that causes me to think that it's like an addiction, like it'll be fine just to go there. But I find myself not really wanting to leave. And then, like, I woke up this morning and all I could think about is Disney World. You know, I, I could just, I just don't want to be in my reality at all. I, and uh, so I called my friend and I asked, What do you think this is? Do you think this is problematic? She's, Look, your father died like a month ago. And I said, Well, is it legit? Like, a, is that a long time or a short time? I don't really know how long it's supposed to take. And she said, you haven't had the funeral yet. There's no closure. You are not, no, a month is no, it's nothing. And she said, if you want to stay out of your reality, you know, gently come back to reality a little at a time, whatever, it's probably okay. So, you know, today is a blackout day. As I said earlier in my podcast, I'll end it sort of on this note. Today, tomorrow and Monday are blackout days. I can't go. I can't use my pass to go to the Disney parks and probably it's crowded as heck. 
So today I'm going about my normal everyday Saturday business, going to the gym. I'm Dave Fremland and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremland Show. Going to Sprouts Market to buy my groceries, going to clean my kitchen and, uh, you know, probably call my mom and uh, and just uh, that kind of thing. And so, um, uh, you know, and then tomorrow will be a, a worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. So that's my podcast for today. I hope that you enjoyed it as a little bit on a rant, but I had to clarify things and I hope that things are clear. And so um, that's where I stand. And I, I don't really want to debate it with anyone. If somebody wants to, you know, know where I get my information from, I'm pretty clear about where, you know, I've on almost every podcast I reference information whenever I spew it. And so you can either think my sources are good, reliable sources, which I happen to think they are. And the reason that I think that uh, what makes a good source a good source is if the information that they give you is verifiable and true. And if they can actually show you that true and verified information, and that's how come I trust people. And so I think that the bottom line is don't trust anyone. Use your own judgment and use your own common sense and don't go along with things just because of fear and be very aware of God. And I think that will be the, the safest guide. And in my world, and I can point to probably a million uh, instances in which that I have had no idea, no clue, not a chance in hell of figuring out what the hell I'm doing. And I have asked you know, God for guidance and help. And without my even realizing that it's in front of me, the answer has manifested in front of me. And that has gone in in sort of sort of subtle kind of like ways where I sort of get a like hint of an idea and sort of latch onto it. It has also been in the form of somebody crossing my path that had just the right piece of information at just the right time. It has also come in direct forms such as money in an envelope like literally on my doorstep unexpectedly okay like there has literally been like i could think specifically when i was going to quit smoking it was 300 dollars for the hypnosis and i was like ah if i ever get 300 dollars, i'll quit in the mail 300 dollars that i did not have any clue i was gonna get i it, to this day i have no idea so um, there you go. And so, you know, always be aware that the source is God. And I think the guidance will be very clear. For me, it's, it couldn't be more obvious. And so, you know, I'm a witness. And um, I, I don't know what else to say about it. I could point to, I could point to instance after instance after instance. After, I mean, daily, day, like moment to moment. I am a total klutz. I am a total, like, if left on my own devices, I would just be on drugs and I would just be, I would probably be dead a long time ago left to my own choice making. You know what I mean? I make choices out of very poor, uh, let's just say that I was left to make choices at a young age before I was really smart enough to make choices and therefore I skipped a lot of the things that I should have chosen. <clears throat> 
and anyways, um, I don't know. I don't want to say it in a way that sounds self-deprecating because I'm not stupid. But uh, I've never been focused on the actual talents and gifts and abilities that I have and therefore have made choices that were not always the most appropriate for what would be best for me. And that's because I was ne I never had any guidance in the choice making. And so I don't blame anyone and I don't blame myself. And I now make, and I have relied, and maybe this is a great thing. I have relied since being a very little kid on God to help me with my choices and the consequences of said choices when they've been bad. And, you know, to this day, I do not have a clue how to make, I don't really know how to make choices. And I usually pray to God and I ask God just direct. I don't even pray. I just ask. I just go, God, please help me. I don't have a clue. And God will usually, it's either subtle or through some other like less subtle or even very, very, very blatant. Sometimes, you know, I can't miss it if, I mean, like the whole thing about the park pass for Disney World, you know, like the, it's just sometimes the thing, like I ask God, I don't have a clue what to do. And the thing is slap me right smack in the face and it's, you know, no question. And it, sometimes even I've been like worried about money and which is, if you're listening to my podcast, worrying about money, I have learned over life is the stupidest thing to waste time worrying about. And when I was very young, probably in my young thirties, a very good friend of mine, a dear, dear friend of mine told me, never worry about money. It's the stupidest thing to worry about on earth. It will, you just take care of the things you need to take care of and the money will be there. You will never worry about it. And you know what? I'm now 58 years old. And through my own devices and through things I, sources known and unknown, sources, you know, instigated by me or not, the situation, I'm still here. I still have food in my tummy. You know what I'm saying? Like, money is the dumbest most wasted time thing to worry about on earth and a lot of people worry about money okay and i myself sometimes get concerned and i am learning especially this year has become very clear to me money comes from god and if you are sourced by god then you don't need to worry about things like that and if you don't know how to make decisions you don't know what the next thing is going to be for you i i just rely on god I mean, I don't, I don't know who's listening to my podcast. I don't know what your faith is, but I, I can't stress enough how, um, I can't stress enough how underskilled I actually am at, uh, at noticing and seizing on correct choices or good choices and I really have been steered the right way by God in many 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 times many many times and sometimes I've been a bonehead and not taken that choice and I've also been helped through the consequences which can be kind of dire so that's just that's my message I don't you know I don't want to take it any further than that and so um you know, the rest is up to you, and I'm going to go now. Okay, have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.
The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.